0: Journey into the Mystic with the Reverend John Dorhauer, General Minister and President of the United Church of Christ. It's to your advantage that I leave you. I have often wondered how the disciples reacted when they heard Jesus say those words. Now I don't for a second think they believed him. I mean, after all, they had left their home, their homeland, family, jobs, income, everything to follow him, all with the hope that he may be the one, the Messiah. They felt something deep and real and utterly intuitive. He said, follow me, and they did. Now, much of what they saw along the way while they traveled with him confirmed their expectations. They witnessed him perform miracles. They heard him preach sermons, the likes of which they'd never heard before. They saw him change lives and change minds. They saw him confront and embarrass the religious and political elite of their time. And they loved it all. And they knew. They knew that he was worth making every sacrifice they had made just to be around him. And then came that moment when all of that shifted a bit, that moment on the journey when, as Luke writes, Jesus set his face towards Jerusalem. Now, Mark describes in his gospel how on the way, on the way to Jerusalem, Jesus began talking about being handed over and put on trial and tortured and eventually crucified. He talked about that. This was not exactly what the disciples had bargained for when they left everything behind to follow him. They were much more interested in Jesus using the power he had to defeat their enemies, to perform miracles, but not to submit to the enemies. And so, having set his face towards Jerusalem, having presaged his death, He gathers with the disciples for a last meal. Now, all of this had to have happened very quickly for the disciples. After all, he entered the city of Jerusalem a hero just a few days earlier. And now, just a few days later, they're sharing a last meal with him on a night when he would be handed over to Pilate, betrayed both by a turncoat and a coward, and all within hours of his actual crucifixion and death. And it was on this night during this meal in the midst of all of their confusion about all of this that he would say, it's to your advantage that I leave you. And no, I don't think a single one of them would, could believe those words. How can this be to our advantage? I can hear them asking, it's ridiculous. We're nothing without you. And after he said that, it is to your advantage I leave you, he added, because if I do not leave, the advocate cannot come. You see, they didn't yet realize, they would come to know, but they didn't yet realize that the birth of this movement that would create the church needed more than Jesus. It needed a Pentecost. It needed the breath of his Holy Spirit They didn't know that, but Jesus did, and they would come to learn it when hidden away in the upper room, even after Christ's resurrection, even after his appearances to them, she showed up like the rush of a mighty wind. (laughs) Yeah, that's what the church had wanted and needed and got, a Holy Spirit it's to your advantage that I leave you for. If I do not go, she cannot come. Maranatha, come. Holy Spirit, come. It is Pentecost. And we remind ourselves that we are alive, the church, through the power and the movement of the Holy Spirit, of the living God and the risen Christ. It is Pentecost. And we remind ourselves that no decline in membership roles, no global pandemic, no shuttering of church doors will result in the abandonment of the church and her mission by the Holy Spirit. She has been with us throughout, and she envisions a future in which we matter. So Let her continue to breathe and brood, to move and mix, to inspire and enthuse. For there is much work to be done by the Church on this, our journey, Into the Mystic. Into the Mystic is brought to you by the United Church of Christ. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, You're welcome here. Find us at ucc.org.